When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The following is a presentation of Morning Drive Media. Broadcasting from beautiful, sexy, steamy Studio City, California, this is the three things on the Knapsack Files podcast feed. I'm Ken Knapsack. This show is pretty simple. I sit in front of this microphone, press the record button, and talk about three things on my mind. Based around a theme, based around the number three, based around three different things that pop into my head. It's pretty simple, yeah? Cool. Glad you're on board. Today, we're going to get deep. Last week, we got pretty deep, and thank you for your fine response on that, talking about the three things I learned while not working. It was deep. It was emotional. It was... It's it spanned the far reaches of my mind and emotion. So this week we're just uh, we're gonna get just as deep. This week's episode is the three things you need to know to have a successful trip to Disneyland. That's right. That's what we're doing. I got the chance to go to Disneyland on Friday. That's right. I took some time off from work, perhaps influenced by my own show, which seems egocentric, but I did it. I took some time off from work. I went down to Disneyland in Anaheim, California, grabbed my friend Jessica, and we hopped in her car and went on down to Disneyland. I've never been to the one in Florida, and I hear it's spectacular. Uh, and I hear in some ways the, uh, the, the, the Disney world out there is the place to go. That's great. That's cute. I was raised on the original. My grandparents live around the corner. From Disneyland. You can see the fireworks, hear the fireworks, and uh, we'll feel the shake of the house as the fireworks from Disneyland go off every night at my grandparents' house. So that, to me, is Disneyland. You can have your Florida one. I'll probably get there someday. Yippee skippy. But I'm talking about Disneyland in Anaheim, California. And California Adventure as well. For those who are familiar with it, it is kind of the bastard stepchild at Disneyland, and it took them a few years to figure out how to get that park over with people, and they're still going, but it has got some great rides there. It is uh, obviously a little less crowded, though crowded uh, yesterday, and there's a lot of fun things to do there. Um, so I kind of mean both when I'm talking about it here. I'm talking about Disneyland. Uh, I, I spring for the park hopper ticket, which, um, does cost a pretty penny, but it's worth it. It's fun. I love Disneyland as dark and macabre as I can be. And if you've listened to me for a while, you might be somewhat surprised how much I love going to Disneyland. I've always enjoyed it since I was a kid. And then there was a long period of time from about 1994 to 2000. I didn't go to Disneyland. And then from about 2000 to 2006, didn't go to Disneyland. Uh, then about 2006, uh, started going a little more regularly again. A girlfriend at the time uh, was a big fan, so we'd go. We'd go often. And I love it. 
Hadn't gone in a while. Been about two years since I'd gone. And uh, it was time to go. Working too hard. We hit it. We hit Disneyland the right way. Which got me thinking about the three things I think you need to know to have a successful trip to Disneyland. They are. This is simple. Let's get into the discussion. Number three, working our way to one, is have a fast pass strategy. What's a fast pass? Get out of here with that. You know what a fast pass is. You get into the park. You got your ticket. You go to a popular ride. You put in your ticket. You get out another little ticket. And that ticket says, come back to this ride during this time frame, and you'll get to cut. It's awesome. I think it originated at Disneyland. At least it it certainly exploded onto the national forefront at Disneyland. That's right. There is a national forefront for theme park strategies and marketing schemes. Uh, The Fast Pass is great. The Fast Pass is awesome. But you have to use your Fast Pass correctly. So before you get in the park and you're parking... And you're taking the tram over or walking. I actually, and if you're familiar with the Disneyland in Anaheim, I actually am partial to walking from the parking structure, the Bicky and Friends parking structure, to Disneyland. Uh, Maybe you want to go up and cut through downtown Disney uh, the long way, or what I do is I I cross over a little street there uh, under the monorail and I walk. So it's kind of the same path as the tram. But I do enjoy the tram. The tram is part of the anticipation. Disneyland, the joy of going to Disneyland, has a lot to do with the joy of anticipation. It's the excitement of driving there. It's that excitement of of coming off the off-ramp, the 5 freeway, and uh, hitting Disneyland Drive, and uh, getting into the parking structure and paying your high parking fees and going to that large parking structure. And the whole time you're like, Disneyland, Disneyland, Disneyland. And, And it's all about anticipation. It's all about the tram ride in. It's all about getting off, planning first. And so what I tell you is you must have a fast pass strategy because that unlocks so many other strategies and approaches to the park. So when you're driving in with your Disneyland buddy or your Disneyland family or if you're going by yourself, which, by the way, I'll tell you about the time I entered Disneyland Park by myself to meet some friends and how that didn't turn out well for me. We'll talk about that later. But you have to, you have to team up and you, uh, and you have to get huddle around and you have to say, where are we going first? It's not just about going to the ride first and picking a ride to go first. Star Tours, I recommend. But you got to time that Fast Pass because the Fast Pass isn't, hey, you get one at uh, 10 a.m. and it says come back at, at 11. It, it's a... It's a very uh, well-thought-out, measured thing on Disney's part. So if you get a fast pass at 10 for Space Mountain, it might say come back at 4, which is what it did for me and Jessica this week when we went. Um, you have to pick the right ride to fast pass. Don't waste it. Don't waste it on Buzz, Buzz Lightyear's Astro Blasters, which is a great ride, but I've never seen that line more than 45 minutes. Generally, it's 15 to 20, and it's a fast-moving line. Even when it says 35, you make might get in at 30. Don't waste it on that. Star Tours is a possible place to get a fast, pla- fast pass, but I think the three rides that need your attention for the pa- fast pass strategy, Space Mountain, or as it's currently called, Hyperspace Mountain. Ooh, Star Wars themed. 
Uh, Indiana Jones, Splash Mountain. Now, I've received a lot of karma at the Indiana Jones ride and the fast with, when it comes to fast passes. I, uh, years ago, got the free fast pass where someone turned to me and my Disneyland partner at the time and said, D- you got a need for two fast passes? Well, yeah, absolutely we do. And I was talking about that uh, driving down to Disneyland this Friday and it happened again. Approached Indiana Jones, a long 50-minute-plus wait time, and this dude right in front of us turns around and says, you got two in your party? Yep. I got two fast passes. You want to use them? Well, of course we do. We went there because we didn't choose Indiana Jones as our fast pass. We chose Space Mountain. And I highly recommend that Space Mountain is the one. And then once you pick that, once you determine what is the first ride you're going to fast pass, your day is opened up. Now you know we need to be back here between this time. You can time your dinners. You can time your meals. You can go hit the other rides, and you can add those rides up. If we do this and we do that, then we can cross over to that land, and then we can get back here for Space Mountain. If you're lucky enough to get it early in the day uh, and, and there's an early enough time, then you can get another one too. I don't think – I only think you need to use the Fast Pass trick two or three times. And uh, three's a stretch. You're going to be there for a long day if you're doing three. That's why I say you got to huddle up and you got to pick the right fast pass strategy. You got to be on the same page. You can't be, uh, I want to go to Thunder Mountain. Well, I want to go to Small World. That is no. Get on the same page. Huddle up in the car. There's going to be a lot of traffic getting into Disneyland, no matter where you're coming from in the Southland, unless you live around the corner like my grandparents do. So, strategize. Strategize. And pick the right fast pass. The other thing, again, it's all about planning. Number two on the list of things you need to know to have a good time and a good, successful trip at Disneyland is to time and plan your treats and meals. Do not approach this haphazardly, people. You can't just get a fast pass and, and expect that everything else is going to fall into place. That unlocks things, but it doesn't, doesn't put anything, everything into place. The treats and the meals are key. I, I don't recommend a big, heavy breakfast. Some people like to go out to downtown Disney, La Brea Bakery there, and uh, sit down for a big breakfast. Not my thing. God bless you if it is. I come into the park, and I like to grab, like, a muffin or a cookie and maybe a coffee, maybe a fruit juice, something like that, but small. You can eat it in your hand. Don't sit down. You got a whole day ahead of you. So I'll sit something on Main Street USA, Carnation, a little Carnation Cafe type thing. They got a new, like, Starbucks thing in there. Didn't do that yesterday, but I always go to try to go to the same one. And you get a little, I get the little Mickey cookie, which is always kind of weird eating Mickey's face, but whatever. You get that? You get something in your hand to drink, and you walk to your you walk to your location. Or as I did yesterday, went to get a fast pass first, then went to get the treats. Don't be afraid to walk. Don't be afraid to crisscross and go back and forth. There's shortcuts. There's different paths. Know those paths too. But there's only so many ways you can go. Just don't be afraid to put in some footwork here. All right. Don't be afraid about it. Don't be land by land person. We're gonna go to Tomorrowland, then we're gonna go to Fantasyland, then Adventureland, then Frontierland, and the Bear Country. No, 
Park small enough if you make it small enough. Go all around, crisscross, put on your good walking shoes. You're going to eat a lot anyways. So I say plan your meals and plan your treats. If you know you got a long, long line ahead of you, why not go get yourself a little, little ice cream and have a scoop of ice cream while you're waiting for Big Thunder Mountain because that's going to be a long wait. Big Thunder Mountain, one of my favorite rides. So have that treat in your hand. The line's long. Enjoy it. You have to relieve. If you're an impatient person and you can't release that impatient nature in Disneyland or any theme park for that matter, God bless you. You shouldn't do it. You shouldn't be there. You have to unrelease. You have to release that 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 impatient personality trait. You're in Disneyland. You got all day. You're gonna be there. You're gonna have a good time. So make the most of those lines. So you gotta know. Are we gonna go to this one? Are we gonna go to Big Thunder? We're gonna go. Uh, we're gonna go to Indiana Jones. The line will be long. Let's let's get a treat in our hand. And then you come out and you can go to lunch, go to dinner. I suggest a late lunch. You know, I always have one sit-down meal in Disneyland. You're gonna need to. Your feet need to be rested. So you got to pick that at the right time. A late lunch at the Blue Bayou is one of my favorite things. I actually like the lunch menu better. Blue Bayou, though I was disappointed to learn when I went to Disneyland this week. They do no longer have, they no longer have the pirate ship of ice cream at the Blue Bayou restaurant. I had it once before, I think about 2006, and uh, they serve you well there. It's expensive at the Blue Bayou can be at times. The food is great and stuffs you. So I finished my dinner and I went for it one time, the pirate ship of ice cream. It is just a big toy kind of sort of edible pirate ship with three scoops of ice cream and i finished it one year oh boy nope can't do that anymore but i was uh disappointed to learn they did not have it anymore oh well oh well time your meal you're gonna need to rest rest those feet because you're gonna be crisscrossing all around if you follow my strategies you don't want to go too early to sit down. You don't want to go too late. You want to go right in the middle of your trip. Time it right. Make your reservations right. There's, a, there's some good sit-down choices in Disneyland. Maybe you want to pop over to California Adventure with your park, park hopper, and you want to go over there and sit down. The Italian restaurant's good over there. Go to Ariel's Grotto. Get drunk on a seashell drink. Pick it right. And then when you come out, it's late in the evening, don't be afraid to go for a second meal, but also know where your treats are. You got to know where the churro trucks are. They're all over the park, but you got to find the right one. You don't want one too cold. Experienced that yesterday. Not the best. So plan those treats. Do not just haphazardly follow the whims of your stomach as you're going around Disneyland. When has listening to your stomach ever got you what you needed? Plan ahead. Know, and if you're a Disneyland veteran, you know what carts are the ones you want. You're going to pass You're gonna pass one cart and go, that's our hot chocolate cart, because that matches up with our churro cart, which is close to our ice cream place. That's what you need to do. And the final thing, to put this all together. 
the number one thing you need to know to have a successful trip to Disneyland is to pick and have the right Disneyland partner. Whether it's one-on-one, as most of my situations are, or groups. You can't have the crazy rogue Disneyland person. You can't have the person that doesn't want to plan the meals, that just wants to eat when they feel like it. You can't have the person that doesn't understand a good fast pass strategy, and you can't have the person that can't release themselves of their impatience. You have to pick the right person. Because you're going to be spending a lot of time at Disneyland. You're going to be in a lot of lines. And there's a lot of people to make fun of. Oh, next to Las Vegas, Disneyland is the place for some of the best people watching. And you know what? You can make fun of me, too. I'm game. I'm fair game. I'm there, too. I'm there eating ice cream in a line of Big Thunder. I'm sure some people were making fun of me yesterday. And I was making fun of you. You got to find the person that's aware of your surroundings at Disneyland. It's so crowded. You got they got to know how to walk. I've got 17 years experience of walking through a mall. I can walk like no other person. So you've got to keep up with me in the crowd. You got to know when I'm ducking right, ducking left, going straight ahead, stopping, slowing down, speeding up. I approach it like a NASCAR driver. So you've got to stick with me. And you got to feel out what you're, all, what you're both feeling or what your group is feeling. If someone doesn't want to go on a ride, you're not going to force them there. Don't do that. You're here for fun. It's a team effort. Not that I'm above any single rider. I just won't do Splash Mountain alone. I won't do the single rider on Splash Mountain. Uh, I did it on Cars, the Radiator Spring, Springs ride. The Cars ride, which is a fun ride over at California Adventure. Uh, but I won't I won't do the single rider, lone dude, and a log. Won't do that. So you got to find the right person, and sometimes it's trial and error. you you got to talk about it. you got to figure it out. you you, you got to know. Don't be afraid to pull out a map and say, all right, where are you going? You're hitting the park. Where are you going first? What's your fast pass strategy? That's right. I'm saying interview people about their Disneyland strategies. It's a very important thing in life because if you're there with the wrong person or the wrong mix of groups of people at Disneyland, you're going to have a bad time. And that that's a waste of a trip to Disneyland. And it is fun. That's right. Me, the pit boss. The former schmoes no pit boss. Loves himself some Disneyland. Y'all think I'm a depressed Grumpy, curmudgeon, grandfather of a soul. But I like me some Disneyland. And I like having the right approach to Disneyland. You know, before I go, I did want to talk about that story. I did go to Disneyland by myself one time. I was going to meet my good friends Matt and Brittany. And I had to drive down there by myself. And I thought, it's okay. It's completely normal to go to Disneyland by yourself. I'm not going there for the day by myself. I'm driving in, hitting the tram... By myself, but I'm I'm meeting people. This can't go wrong. And I parked, no issues. Thought it was kind of weird in my head. I'm like, that's weird. I paid for parking, but I'm in a car by myself. No one said anything weird. I parked. I walked over. By that time, you're in a crowd. No one knows you're really alone. I got on the tram, sitting there by myself. I'm thinking, this is a little weird, but it's all right, right? This is all right. We can deal with this. No one's going to know. I'm just a man 
a white man going to Disneyland by himself with some cargo pants on and a and a hoodie on a admittedly a little hotter than I thought it would be day. I had some boots on, some combat boots. Oh, this is sounding bad. So I get to the front. I get to the uh, check through. You're gonna do a little uh, little bag check and everything. They kind of usually just just let you walk through with no issues. And I walk through, and I'm thinking, ha-ha, I'm in it. I made it. I just get on the other side. I'm not buying a ticket. I'm waiting for Matt and Brittany, and Brittany was going to get us into Disneyland. And I'm there, and I'm through the security checkpoint. And a guy walks up to me, an older gentleman, pulls out a badge, puts it in my face, and says, uh, I need to talk to you for a second. Now, I, at the time, was still in the security industry myself, but immediately I got nervous because I was already in my head about this. I say, okay, what's the problem? And he says to me, I know you have a knife. We know it's you. We told you to go back to your car and put the knife away, but now you're back with it. You didn't go back to your car. Where's the knife? Sweating, kind of shaking. I knew I didn't have a knife, but I say to myself, maybe I have a knife. And again, I was I was in this line of work at the time. I've been on the other side. So I looked at the guy calmly and said, hey, I uh, would gladly consent to a search. Um, but I don't have a knife. And I don't think I'm your guy. And he says, no, no, we've been watching you. We've been watching you since the parking structure. We know you didn't put the knife away. We know you have a knife. <laughs> so in my head, I'm thinking... How am I going to get out of this other than I know I'm not the guy and I know I don't have the knife? And I've been on the other side where I can tell you every person who's done something bad, every little sweet, innocent criminal you support with your hashtags on Twitter has always said, well, I didn't do it. That's not me. Oh, I'm not the bad guy. So here I am saying that. Um, But I knew I wasn't. So I just looked at him again and said, man, I'm actually a security director myself over in the Valley. I I know what you're going through, but I'm not your guy. I don't have a knife. I just want to go to Disneyland. I'm meeting the cast member, actually. We're going to go to the park today. A look came over his face of, oh, crap, wrong guy, which I've had too. I've experienced too. I actually shook his hand. I said, no problem. No problem. And he said, oh, I'm so sorry. And he walked away. So I sat down calmly on a bench, nearby bench, a little concrete bench, knowing I was being watched on CCTV because I many times myself have done that. So I didn't pull out my phone. I didn't start tweeting or texting nothing. I just sat there smiling, looking into the sun in my cargo pants and military boots and hoodie on a hot day. Talking about white guys fitting profiles. And in my head, I'm thinking, damn it, why did I go to Disneyland alone? But I still like it. I still like going to Disneyland. I just will always have a plan. I will never go alone. You gotta have a plan. Tell me how you go to Disneyland. Use the hashtag three things on Twitter. Follow me, at Ken Apsock. Get this podcast on iTunes. Subscribe, rate, and review. It's also on Podomatic. Podomatic is growing and doing some great things, including a brand new app that you might like. 
This show's also on Stitcher. So, I'm going to go daydream about some more churros y chocolate from Disneyland. And I hope you plan a trip, and I hope you take some time off for yourself this year, which I'm happy that I did for myself this week. So, that is the three things on the Knapsack Files podcast feed for this week. That is it. We will see you next time.